Rob Blake did what many of us didn't think he would do, and it seems a lot of Kings fans are not happy about it. I'll tell you why he absolutely did the right thing. Plus, how are the Kings better today than they were yesterday? And, oh, by the way, the Kings posted a thrilling cumber-behind win to close out their road trip thanks to a huge game from the captain. All that and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content as we hit a new month. Uh, we have had a tradition going on for about six months in a row now where we've had at least 100 subscribers each month. We did that in January and February. Hopefully we can keep it going in March. Again, we'd really appreciate it if you could like and subscribe to the episode if you're watching on YouTube, if you're enjoying what you are watching. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that puts out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan the past 30 years. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Well, I was wrong. I did not think that LA Kings GM Rob Blake would make a bold move before the Friday trade deadline. But I think I was right about one thing. I think with the Western Conference seemingly being wide open, that that has changed his plans probably going into the season and throughout the season, and he has gone for it. The LA Kings filled both of their biggest needs with one trade. They have landed left-handed defenseman Vladislav Gabrikov and goaltender Jonas Corposalo from the Columbus Blue Jackets for a conditional first-round pick in 2023, and a third-round pick in 2024, and goaltender Jonathan Quick. The condition on the first-round pick is that if the Kings make the playoffs, which is very, very likely, the pick remains a first-rounder. If they miss the playoffs somehow, that pick become, becomes a second-round pick. Now, I'm not sure what to believe when it comes to social media, how much of what we see on Twitter and on social media is what really is a true representation of the opinions out there. But it's pretty obvious that if you go by what you see on Twitter, there are a lot of unhappy Kings fans out there. And I think feelings is kind of the appropriate word because I think regardless of where you sit on this issue, I think we're all feeling sad that Jonathan Quick is no longer an LA King, that he is not going to finish his career playing with the LA Kings, it appears um, that he uh, is not going to finish the season with the LA Kings. And I get it. Uh, my wife is a huge Kings fan, but her favorite player is Jonathan quick. And she's sad right now. And it is unfortunate that it ended this way. Could it have been handled any other way. I'm not sure. Um, as far as the timing of it, uh, if you don't know, Apparently, right after the game in Winnipeg last night, Rob Blake called Jonathan Quick on the phone and informed him of the trade. Uh, some people apparently are upset about that. I'm not sure why. Um, you have to let the player know absolutely as soon as possible about what has happened. You don't want them finding out about it through other ways, social media or whatever. 
Uh, you made the trade, Rob Blake. It's your responsibility to call Jonathan Quick immediately and let him know exactly what has happened. I'm sure it was a very bittersweet plane ride back from Winnipeg to Los Angeles. I'm sure there were um, some hugs, some tears, uh, some uh, some beverages consumed uh, as uh, the team got ready to say goodbye to Jonathan Quick. And when it comes to Jonathan Quick, uh, right now for me, you you know, it's just about showing appreciation for the greatest goalie in the history of the LA Kings, regardless of how you feel about how this end has come. Uh, he deserves uh, all the respect and admiration for what he's done for the LA Kings organization. And the way it has ended, I don't think diminishes in any way um, how Kings fans feel about Jonathan Quick, I'm sure. Um, I'm hopeful that his any hard feelings that he has right now will subside once kind of the shock of the initial news kind of wears off and he's able to look back on his career in LA with a lot of pride and understand what a huge impact he had on the Los Angeles Kings. Um, I'm sure he's hurting right now. Um, But like I said, when the dust settles, hopefully he realizes that, you know, he's a huge part of this organization's history and that maybe it didn't end the way we all would have liked it to end. But in the end, uh, he is one of the all-time great Kings, and he will always be remembered that way. And, you know, we just saw a tremendous, wonderful ceremony with Dustin Brown just last month. Jonathan Quick was a part of that. He was sitting up on that stage. And hopefully one day here in the near future, he will get his opportunity to have that day because he absolutely deserves it. He deserves to get his number 32 raised to the Raptors. Uh, He deserves to have that special night with his family and his friends and his former teammates uh, and everybody, the fans, of course. Uh, to have that night. Maybe he gets the statue outside the arena or not. I don't know, but he is the greatest goalie in the history of the LA Kings. He's a future hall of famer and um, he deserves to be honored that way. I hope it happens in the near future. If he does have any hard feelings, like I said, hopefully that can subside once he comes to the realization that his career is over. I know the Kings absolutely are going to want to honor him and have a better taste in everyone's mouths for how Jonathan quick is going to be remembered as an LA King. But again, He's an all-time great, the greatest goaltender in the history of the LA Kings. I know uh, I probably speak on behalf of all Kings fans when we say thank you, Jonathan Quick, for everything you've done for the Kings organization, for putting the team pretty much on your back and helping them to win their first ever Stanley Cup title, being a part of two Stanley Cup winners, and again, just being um, an all-around great player and great person and great representative to the LA Kings organization. Your competitiveness and your fire uh, will always be remembered fondly. And um, again, yeah, on behalf of Kings fans out there, thank you, Jonathan Quick, for everything you've done for the LA Kings. As far as where Jonathan Quick goes from here, I've seen some pretty wild rumors out there. There's even something about him being traded to the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll uh, we'll jump off that bridge once we get there if something like that does happen and, and comment about it. But again, one one final time, thank you, Jonathan Quick, for all you've done for the Los Angeles Kings. You are a legend. As for LA Kings GM Rob Blake, uh, he is being vilified by some right now, and I'm not on board with that at all. Rob Blake did what he was hired to do. He did his job, and that is to make the LA Kings the best possible team that he can make it. The LA Kings are a better team today than they were yesterday, in my opinion. And I want a GM running my team that is going to take action with his brain 
and not his heart. And that can be cruel, that can be hard, that can be difficult, but that's what's necessary. As hockey fans, we should all very much be in favor of doing what is best for the team because that's a huge part of the hockey culture. It is about what is best for the team. It's not about the I, even if that I is one of the greatest players in team history. I am sure this was not an easy decision for Rob Blake to make. But again, his job, uh, you know, there were questions. I didn't know, frankly, if Rob Blake had this in him. We've talked about it. This is his first chance as the general manager of the Los Angeles Kings to be a buyer at the trade deadline. And we all wondered, did he have what it takes to be bold, to be maybe controversial, to make the tough call? And the answer is yes, he can, and he will, because he did. And I'm happy about that. I'm not happy about the way it, it ended for Jonathan Quick. I don't think anybody is. But like I said, I am happy that our general manager is willing to have the balls to put it on the line and make a big move. And that's what he's done. And, and like I said, I think because the Western Conference appears to be wide open, that he sees an opportunity for the LA Kings to get another chance at a Stanley Cup. And that's what he's doing. And I think you have to admire that. And especially in this market in Los Angeles, let's be honest, if the Kings aren't contending for a Stanley Cup, they're not getting a lot of attention from the general public and the media at large. Um, in this situation, you got to be bold sometimes. And I, he was. Rob Blake was bold. Um, and, and by the way, just looking at the trade itself, trying to take the emotions out of it, which I know is very difficult. This trade is an A for the LA Kings. They get a left-handed defenseman, which was one of their biggest needs, probably their biggest need. And they get depth in net and they do it with one trade. And we had heard that the asking price for just Vladislav Gavrikov alone was a first round pick and a fairly high level prospect. And the Kings got two players for less than that. Um, so this absolutely, from a from a from just a pure trade standpoint, if you try to take out the emotion, which I know is hard, is a fantastic move, in my opinion, for the LA Kings. Plus, um, their cap hit with the two players and getting Jonathan Quick's cap, cap hit off the books actually gives LA more room to add some depth at the forward position if they, if they want to. Um, according to capfriendly.com, the Kings currently have 1.2 million in cap space. So again, I know it's difficult to take the emotion out of this, but just looking at it from a hockey standpoint, it's a great trade for the LA Kings. And uh, I, I, if I give a grade to Rob Blake on this trade, I'm giving him an A. Now, we had Steve Keegan on the show recently. He was the random Kings fan that I interviewed, uh, West Coast Hockey Bias on Twitter. And he said something that I agree with, and maybe it's because it seems like he and I are maybe a bit more old school. But he said that he was a Kings fan first, and, and so am I. And the point is that players come and go. And of course we have players that we can fall in love with and really, really like, admire and buy their jerseys. Like I'm wearing my Andre Kobitar jersey right now. Um, and it's difficult when their time with the team comes to an end, especially if they had, you know, a hand in winning the first Stanley cup for the team. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of sentimental feelings uh, in wrapped up in that. Um, but for me, and I think a certain segment of the Kings population, um, we're about the team. We're Kings fans first. And so I think that's why I'm a little bit more accepting of this. Um, I, I think regardless of where you are on this side of the fence, if you're 
praising Rob Blake or if you're criticizing Rob Blake, I, I get that we all feel sad about this regardless. Um, but I think we should all also try our best to remove our feelings from this and realize that the Kings are now better. And that's what Rob Blake's job is. Um, I know that there are a group of fans out there. I think my wife is probably in this category where they almost love a player more than the team, or at least as much as the team. And I get for those fans, even though I'm not one of those fans, I, I can understand how this is very difficult. I can understand how they can be upset about this. Um, but for me, I was a Kings fan before Jonathan Quick. I'm a Kings fan after Jonathan Quick. It doesn't mean I don't appreciate everything Jonathan Quick did for the Kings. I absolutely do. And I again, I get that he put the team on his back, carried them to their first ever Stanley Cup. I have so much appreciation for that. And again, I do feel sad that this is the way it ended. But there is a part of me that is happy that the Kings are better and have a better chance at winning another Stanley Cup this season. As for why, you may be asking, why was it Jonathan Quick? Why was it not another player? Well, it was because the Kings needed to get his salary off the books to make this deal work. I had a bit of a debate with a hockey friend who texts me often. He is a loyal listener to the show or viewer to the show. Um, I hope he still is, uh, but he loved Jonathan Quick. Uh, he's from originally from Boston and he's a, he's a goaltender growing up as a goaltender. Uh, he is a King season ticket holder, although admittedly he was not uh, a longtime LA Kings fan, but he and I had a debate and this is Jim and Lakewood, by the way, Jim, if you're watching, hello. Uh, and his opinion was he thinks this is bad for the room, bad for the locker room. Uh, his opinion was that the other Kings players see how Jonathan Quick was cast aside despite being a legend for this franchise and that they won't feel that there's any loyalty to them from this organization that they can be cast aside at any moment as well. If you can do this to Jonathan Quick, you can do this to anybody. And I'm sure this trade hits differently for different players in the room. You know, for Kevin Fiala, he didn't know Jonathan Quick very long. Some of the younger guys didn't, you know, win Stanley Cups with him. But for Andre Kopitar and Drew Doughty, I got to believe this is very difficult um, because Jonathan Quick's not only a brother in arms that they went to battle with, but um, also a longtime friend. Um, so this is difficult for them. But I also think that Andre Kopitar and Drew Doughty are, especially Drew, so thirsty for another shot at a Stanley Cup that they understand and they've been around long enough to know that this is a business and that even though this is difficult, their chances to win the Stanley Cup today are better than they were yesterday. And I think they will ultimately respect that. I don't think that they're going to have any resentment towards the Kings organization or Rob Blake because they get it. They're, they're a part of the business. They know this was a tough move. Like us, they, they all probably have some mixed feelings about it. But in the end, their chance at winning the Stanley Cup is now better. We are going to get into the Kings um, and how Vladislav Gavrikov and Jonas Korbosalo fit into their plans in the immediate future and in the now. Uh, that is coming up in just a second. But first, I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is brought to you by Indeed. No matter how your last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find 
quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with all the right skills, you just need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent through the time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as your sponsor posts, you get the short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? Then you need Indeed. We briefly talked about uh, Vladislav Gabrikov and goalie Jonas Corposalo on some previous shows where we talked about potential targets for the LA Kings at the trade deadline. But let's get you quickly more familiar with each player. V- Vladislav Gabrikov is 27 years old. He is six foot three, 220 pounds. This is his fourth NHL season, all in Columbus. He is a big, physical, defensive defenseman, and he is a left-handed shot, which obviously feels the need on the left side for the LA Kings. And for those of you that felt that the Kings were not a physical enough team, that they needed more size, well, he addresses that. Uh, it will be interesting to see if Gavrikov slots in on the second or the third pairing on the left side, and if that means that the Kings might move Sean Dersey back over to the right side, his natural side. But regardless, the addition of Vladislav Gavrikov gives the Kings more flexibility and more depth on the blue line, and that's a good thing. Jonas Corposalo is 28 years old. He's six foot three, 190 pounds. He is in his eighth NHL season. They were all in Columbus as well. He, his record this season, 11, 11, and three, 3.17 goals against average and a 9-11 save percentage. That is not bad for considering the fact that he was playing for the worst team in the NHL. Unlike Phoenix Copley, Jonas Corposalo does have NHL playoff experience. He has played in nine career playoff games back in 2019-20. He was exceptional for the Columbus Blue Jackets, posting a 1.90 goals against average, a 9.41 save percentage. As far as how the Kings plan to use Jonas Carposalo going forward, obviously I'm speculating at this point. I would think he would probably get a couple of starts immediately, try and get him acclimated to his new team and his new teammates. I would assume that Phoenix Copley will get a shot at competing for the starting job, going down the stretch with 20 games remaining in the season, and that once it's all said and done, once we get to the playoffs, that they'll go with, the Kings will go with whoever has played the better for the final 20 games of the season. If it's Jonas Corposalo, he gets the start in the playoffs. If it's Phoenix Copley, he gets the start in the playoffs. But uh, it'll be interesting to see with the final 20 games left in the regular season, who will kind of win that job and uh, lead the LA Kings in net into the playoffs. Uh, now, it should be pointed out that both Vladislav Gabrikov and Jonas Corposalo are unrestricted free agents after this season. So are they rentals? Well, it's to be determined uh, based on how they play the rest of the way with the LA Kings and what the Kings feel like, how they you know feel needs for the immediate future. Uh, in the end, both players are likely going to go wherever they get the best deal, but I'm sure both have to be excited to be off the worst team in the NHL and on a playoff contender. I'm sure both have to be energized to know that they're going to play in games that matter uh, as opposed to just playing out the string, which they were with the Blue Jackets. Plus, they're also auditioning for contracts for next season. So uh, lots of motivation for the newest LA Kings, Vladislav Gabrikov and Jonas Corposalo. Oh, by the way, Andre Kopitar kicked ass last night in Winnipeg and the Kings come home off a very tough five-game road trip with a thrilling win. We'll give you the details on that next. But first, 
I need to let you know that today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is also brought to you by FanDuel. We are at the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is a bonus bet back if your first bet doesn't hit. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points points scored, three-pointers made, Plus, FanDuel even gets you, uh, lets you have a chance to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. The LA Kings wrapped up that five-game road trip all against teams currently holding down playoff spots with a thrilling, stress-filled 6-5 shootout win over the Winnipeg Jets. The Kings were down 2-0, battled back, down 5-3, battled back, and thanks to third-period goals from Andre Kopitar and Gabe Velarde, sent the game into overtime. Eventually, Adrian Kempe would win it in a shootout. Phoenix Copley, who was a bit shaky during regulation, uh, did come up with three saves in the shootout, including a gorgeous pad save laying on his belly in the crease, the scorpion save on Jets sniper Kyle Connor. Uh, oh, by the way, the captain, Andre Kopitar, had four goals, nearly five, which has never been done in LA Kings history before. Um, he had a great chance to win it in an overtime with his fifth goal. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, but uh, for Andre Kopitar, it was his second career four-goal game. He now has 24 goals this season, and in his last 10 games, the captain, nine goals and eight assists. Andre Kopitar absolutely killing it right now. And as we do, after every Kings win, we hand out a crown to the player of the game. No question, the captain is wearing the crown. Andre Kopitar, awesome game. Long live the King. So LA wrapped up that five-game road trip going 2-2-1. and one. Uh, most importantly, they didn't lose any ground in the Pacific Division playoff race. The Kings are currently tied with Vegas with 76 points. Vegas does have the tiebreaker because they have a better point percentage because they played two fewer games than the Kings. LA now four points up on Seattle for second place in the division uh, in the race for home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Kings schedule does get a little bit easier. Their next three games at home against teams that are all out of playoff contention. LA will host Montreal, the last place team in the Atlantic on Thursday. They've got St. Louis on Saturday, Washington on Monday. Both the Blues and Caps are selling off pieces leading up to the trade deadline as they are kind of uh, waving the white flag on the season. So some great opportunities coming forward for the Kings to to get some points. Uh, So again, checking the Pacific Division standings as of March the 1st. Uh, Vegas is in first with 76 points. The Kings in second, also 76 points. Seattle third with 72 points. And Edmonton in fourth, also 72 points. But Seattle has a better win percentage because they have played one fewer game than the Oilers. If you're interested in scoreboard watching tonight, Edmonton hosts Toronto, Vegas hosts Carolina, go Leafs and Canes. Don't forget tomorrow is a uh, a Thursday feedback show. Uh, And I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of feedback on what has happened here with the LA Kings. And I want to, I want to know what you guys think. I want your honest opinions, Uh, your chance to vent, perhaps your chance to praise Uh, the floor is yours. So get your thoughts and opinions on all things LA Kings by sending an email locked on Eddie at gmail.com E D D I E locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just post in the comments below. I do read all the comments. Uh, and then I pick a few of the kind of uh, more thoughtful ones, I guess, and and read them on the show. So again, feedback Thursday, uh, let's uh, hear what you have to say. Kings fans on tomorrow's show. Hey, thank you for making locked on LA Kings your first listen. 
For your next listen, check out Locked on NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft. Plus, NHL draft rankings and top prospect comparisons for every team. That's Locked on NHL Prospects, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I am Eddie Garcia. Thank you so much for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings. Have a great day, and as always, go Kings go.